millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Fearful, the podcast that takes you on a thrilling journey through the world of mysteries, paranormal phenomena, and all things terrifying. We will explore eerie tales of haunted places, unsolved crime, inexplicable events, and supernatural encounters. So embrace the fear and unravel the mysteries that lie beyond. My name is Jacko, and this is Fearful. Tales of ghoulish beings and strange creatures in this world come from every corner of every continent. Throughout history, we can look back on documented events from ancient civilizations and cultures that depict bizarre and unexplainable things that often get scoffed at in the modern-day world simply because Science hasn't seen the likes of it before. Which, of course, means that it must be a mistranslation over time, or a fictional tale. History has recorded giants and monsters, angry gods of destruction, tiny, curious humanoid critters, and let us not forget the creatures that lurk beneath the deep, dark waters of our vast oceans. 71% of the world is covered with precious water, and though it may seem harmless and soothing when you take your beach vacation to frolic in the waves as they crash on the sandy beach, the reality is much more sinister. You see, while the oceans cover nearly three-quarter of the Earth's surface, only 5% of its depths have been explored. Which means, without a doubt, there are many things that lurk beneath the surface that we have yet to discover or could even fathom. In fact, there are hundreds of new species being discovered by scientists around the globe each year. Perhaps it is only a matter of time before a discovery of something we only thought to be legend finally occurs. What do you think when I say the word mermaid? I presume you picture 
a half-human, half-fish creature with long flowing locks of hair swimming beautifully in the ocean as if we live in some perfect fantasy film. Or perhaps you have heard of the tales of sirens who sing and lure sailors to their deaths on the open waters. Better yet, you have heard the stories that come from northern waters of Alaska about a creature known to the Inuit people as Kualupalik. This creature is not something out of a fairy tale, but instead is straight from a nightmare. It is funny though, isn't it? How these fictional creatures we are describing throughout history by different people in their perspective cultures come together with all these similarities. How can they all tell of such similar beings? Surely, there must be some ounce of truth to it. After all, if it is happening all around the world before any communication was possible or travel could be established, there must be some truth, right? Well, I will leave that for you to decide. For now, let me tell you of the legend of the Kualupalik. In the frigid waters of the Arctic Ocean, where the icy waves touch the shoreline of Alaska and northern Canada, the chilling legend of the Kualupalik whispers through the Inuit communities. It is said to be a humanoid creature, not quite human, not quite aquatic, residing beneath the cold icy depths and embodies the essence of their arctic home. Their bodies are akin to ours, but with a twist. Their heads are adorned with seaweed-like hair, fins gracing their heads and limbs, and webbed hands and feet armed with long, sharp claws ready to ensnare their unsuspecting prey. A peculiar mix of human and aquatic features, the Kualupalik shares a haunting resemblance with mermaids found in folklore worldwide. Though they may somewhat resemble a human, in no way do the stories tell of their faces looking anything like what you would picture. Beady eyes perched above a large mouth with rows of sharp teeth and a dark, scaly skin pieces it together from top to jawline. A truly nightmarish look indeed. But beyond their shoreline existence, the details of the Kualupalik's daily habits and personal abodes remain shrouded in mystery. Yet, the real terror lies in what unfolds when these creatures leave the waters and venture onto land. It is said when they do so, the air is pierced by an otherworldly, ethereal hum, a haunting melody that signals impending danger to those who dare ignore it. This eerie humming serves as a macabre prelude, warning all to retreat from the ocean's edge back to the safety of solid ground. 
disregard this eerie siren call, and you risk falling victim to the deadly claws of the Kualu Pollock, dragged into the unforgiving depths of the Arctic waters. These creatures, interestingly enough, are said to adorn a unique accessory, an amatuic, a large pouch traditionally used by the Inuit parents to carry their children upon their back. However, this is no ordinary parent-child arrangement. The Kualupalik did not wear this for its child-bearing purposes. Instead, it wears this backpack with a sinister intent, for they harbor a preference for a particular prey. Children. Especially the children whose adventurous souls disregard the parental warnings and find themselves along the rocky shores. Those found to be playing along the shoreline and too close to the water's edge against their parents' warning may be having fun as they hop from rock to rock to chunk of ice to chunk of ice. But soon they may hear the dreaded hum filling the air around them and a quick hand grasping their ankle as the claws sink deep into their flesh. Then, before the child can let out a scream of terror, they are drugged into the freezing waters, leaving behind a chilling silence in their wake. The fate of these unfortunate children varies in the tales spun by the Inuit people. Some stories paint a gruesome picture with the Kualupalik devouring its captives promptly staining the waters of the shore in a crimson cloud. Others speak of a more nefarious tale, one where a hidden lair is said to exist beneath the ocean's surface, a cave where the creatures take their victims, trapping them and placing them under a sort of spell in a docile, trance-like state. Here, the Kualupalik keep the children and drain them of the energy or life force, which allows the creatures to grow stronger, more beautiful, and seemingly immortal with each harvest of youthful vitality. Either way, the tales are not for the faint of heart and are, of course, a fate none would wish to meet. Documentation and information surrounding the Kualupalik is of course very scarce and rare, however. Perhaps the sparse details can be attributed to the oral nature of the Inuit storytelling. Instead of writing down events, they entrusted specific members of their communities with the task of passing on tales and lore. These storytellers play an integral role in each culture that utilizes their knowledge and skill. They inform members of their community, of their history, experiences, beliefs, and of course, their horrors as well. Without them, many tales would have been lost to history, and perhaps many other children may have been devoured 
by creatures such as the Kualu Palik. Needless to say, the tradition of a storyteller and passing down these events verbally is a tradition that was waned over centuries with the encroachment of European-American culture and technological advancements. Alternatively, the lack of comprehensive background may stem from the notion that the Kualu Pollock's tale served their purpose well. An allegorical cautionary tale in a land where danger lurks in the form of hungry creatures, jagged rocks and unpredictable waters. The parents needed to ensure their children heeded their word of caution one way or another. It may be that the Kualu Pollock was entirely a wives' tale, fabricated to ensure the safety of the young in the fleeting moments when they were not under the watchful eye of their guardians. If that is the origins of the Kualu Pollock, then it does not explain the final remaining piece of this puzzle. One that has intrigued so many before, and one we have already mentioned earlier. Why is it that so many ancient civilizations and cultures depict humanoid creatures of the sea? The chances of such stories being birthed simply out of coincidence is absolutely staggering, to say the least. So it begs the question, how or why did the tales get their origins? Is there truly something of the like lurking beneath the surface of our ocean waters? Something that has yet to be discovered. Is there truly a civilization of creatures still out there today that is watching from the water's edge, waiting for the moment someone just steps a little too close? Given the lack of knowledge we have on our own world, it may be many more years to come before we ever are close to having answers for these questions. In the meantime, I think it may be wise to be cautious of the water and listen to those who have told stories for centuries before us. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 